So, we just started the recording for the Bible Tract Echoes radio program. I have with me, if you could hear a moment ago, a little girl who just said, what did, what did you say, Miss Lucy? <laughs> She's a little bit perturbed that I told her to stop beating on the table because it uh, transmits through the microphone. Now, Miss Lucy, are you happy to be with your dad today? You are just barely. Now, for the folks that are listening at home, can you tell can you tell them what my name is? Mm-hmm. What's what's my name? Micah. M- Micah? Mm-hmm. I-, I thought you were gonna say Daddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I your dad? dad- am dad- I your Daddy too? Yeah. Brother Micah, Daddy. Yeah, brother Micah or Daddy. There you go. Good job. Now these ones call me daddy, but they do know they, they were, they were, they felt like they had a secret when they found out what my first name was. And so, uh, th- then you have your mommy. What do, what do you, will you call your mommy mom or mommy, right? But what is her name? Becca. T- tell the microphone. What is her name? Becca. Becca. Rebecca. My wife, Rebecca. I realized that we've now had Emmy on the program much more than we've ever had my wife because my wife has never been on the program. We're going to have to rectify that. She's not a huge fan of public speaking, though she does it extremely well. But now, Miss Lucy, before we go too far, I need you to pick me a gospel track here. Now, Emmy, you let her pick, okay? Your turn's tomorrow. Lucy, you pick. Which one do you want me to talk about? Oh, that's a good one. Very good. This one is called a good soldier, but lost. On the front cover, it has a martial-looking gentleman, a masculine-looking gentleman with a shield and a helmet, an old-style Roman soldier. And on the inside, it talks about a man named Captain Cornelius. And it uses the Bible illustration from the book of Acts, chapter 10, and explains the concept of salvation and how good works are not enough to get you to heaven. Now, on the custom tract side of what we do, we actually turn this entire gospel tract into a door hanger. There's a church, uh, I'm trying to think, down in Louisiana, maybe no, it's Alabama, that wanted this gospel tract as a door hanger, and so we did that for them. And uh, But we're so excited about the fact that this gospel tract we've been printing for years and years, and even still to this day, people are still accepting Christ because of this gospel tract called A Good Soldier But Lost. And Miss Emmy just snatched it out of my hand because she needs to add it to her collection. Are you going to pass out that gospel tract to some people? Mm-hmm. Oh, now, now, Mr. Hey, hey, how about this, Mr. Lucy? Now they're, um, now they're at odds over this gospel tract. Hey, hey, Emmy, you already have two. How about we give that one to Lucy? Sound good? Okay. Now, Miss Emmy, hey, where do you sometimes pass out gospel tracts? At people. To, to people? Yep. Do you give it to them sometimes at restaurants? Right? And do we, when we leave a tip on the table, when Daddy writes on, on the receipt, does Daddy, do we leave a gospel track there? Mm-hmm. And when we're driving, where else do we give out gospel tracts? When we to go through... Churches. Yeah, we give them to churches, too, if they want, if they want them, because they pass them out. But do we give them to, like, if we go through a drive through and we're getting food, should we give a gospel track to the cashier? Is that a good idea? Mm-hmm. Just nodding your head. I'm sorry for the audience at home. You can't hear her nodding her head, but she's in full agreement with that. Now, Miss Lucy, thank you for picking such a good gospel track today. You've done a good job this week. Now, I'm trying to think. We probably should interview you. For, oh, how about this? Let's ask Miss Lucy a question today. Miss Emmy, you, you hold on, okay? We're going to ask you in just a moment. Miss uh, Miss Lucy, what is your favorite animal? Your cat. 
Did you just say unicorn? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. A unicorn. Hey, hey, there you go. Unicorn, you must be a little girl. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Now, hold on. Now it's Emmy's turn. Come over here, Emmy. You got to tell me, what is your favorite animal? My favorite animal is a penguin. Penguin. Was that the same? Because we asked you that last time, I think. Was that your favorite animal last time, too? I got so many favorite animals. You got so, <laughs> <laughs> you got so many. So what are some of your other favorite animals? I like all of them. You like all of them? Can you name me some of them? No. Do you like penguins? And do you like zebras? Do you like, let's see, cheetahs? Uh -huh. What else? Um, unicorns. You like unicorns too. All right. Well, we have some little like girls all here. Of the all of the animals. Well, do you think that we should come back tomorrow? And I think it's Emmy's turn. It's going to be Emmy's turn tomorrow to pick out some gospel tracks for us to talk about. Now, remember, those gospel tracks, A Good Soldier But Lost, and the other 38, 39, 40 titles that we have, you can order those online right now at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. That's our website. It doesn't cost you anything. You don't have to put your credit card information in there. I'm getting a little distracted by the little girl playing with uh, toys in my lap here. Um, you don't have to put your credit card information in. You don't have to pay for the shipping. We take care of all of that. Now, if the Lord does lay on your heart to help defray the cost there and uh, help support the ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated, we have put out over 600 million gospel tracks in the last 80 years, 80 plus years, and we've done it by the grace of God and the generous giving of God's people just like you. So visit BibleTracksInc.org. And if you have a question for Emmy or Lucy, text it in to 309 316-7240. Can you try that? Can you say that number with me? Here, here t tell the people that are listening at home. Say 309 309 316-7240. Good job. All right. Now, Lucy, tomorrow we're going to let you tell people the text number. Sound good? All right, don't go anywhere. I'll be right back as we continue our discussion about generations. Thanks for listening. All right, I need you to grab your Bible. We've ushered the little ones out of the room. They'll join us again tomorrow. Hopefully, hopefully Lucy will have a little bit of a, a better outlook on it from the get beginning. You, you may recall that she was a little bit perturbed about the situation as we began. I think she warmed up somewhat, but we are going to look at Philippians chapter number four. We're talking about generations, and we the, the heading for the last day or so is the fact that we are the fruit of past generations. We talked about an apple on Monday, I think, and how that apple only makes an appearance in the fruit bowl on our dining room table because there was an apple tree from which came a little seed that was planted in the ground. And of course, the old chicken and the egg thing, what came first, the seed or the apple, all that type of stuff. Well, I believe we could settle that debate because the chicken came first because God created the chicken in the Garden of Eden. But that's a whole nother topic. We can debate that at another time. But... We have to realize that we did not create ourselves in the eternal or the historical sense. We are a product of the investment of the good people in our lives, and we are also the product of an almighty God. We should realize the fact that we did not create ourselves. We should commemorate those that came before us and allowed us to be who we are, and we should celebrate and rejoice about what God has done for us, all under the heading of the fact that we are the fruit of past generations, Philippians 4.4. 4. I told you to go there. 
Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice at the end of the day. No matter how you've been mistreated or maligned or lied about, God is always God and he is always good. And we can always rejoice in him. It meant so much to God that he put it in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. He says in the first phrase, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Just just telling you to rejoice all the time wasn't enough. He had to say it again. Now, if we are the fruit of past generations, then we are also the family of the present generation. I'm going to ask you to look at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, we'll begin reading in verse 10 or so. I'd like you to look at the Apostle Paul. He's the author, the human pen, I should say, of the book of 1 and 2 Corinthians. Look at his emphasis on togetherness. Now, families, not just physical families, but the family of God, that's something we so desperately need. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10 says this, Now I beseech you, brethren, By the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it hath been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are of the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you. Now, this I say, that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, and I of Apollos, and I of Cephas, and I of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of Paul? It bothers him so much he goes into the third person here. Continuing on, I thank God that I baptized none of you, but Crispus and Gaius, lest any should say that I had baptized in mine own name. This idea of togetherness, Paul is really, you can you can almost feel his heart breaking about the situation. It was reported, it says here, of some among you that there are contentions. He says that some of you are saying that I, I, I was led to the Lord by Paul, and, and I have Cephas, and I have Apollos. And Paul says, in the third person, no less, is Christ divided? Was Paul, was I, he's saying, was I crucified for you? No. Jesus Christ died on the cross for you and for me. He says, were any of you baptized in the name of Paul? No. When someone gets baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, of course, we have that beautiful picture there of John the Baptist baptizing Jesus Christ with, with God the Father looking on and, and the Holy Spirit in, in the form of a dove being, being uh, in and over the proceedings. And here we have Paul just trying to, to, to pass along this idea that togetherness is so very important. We don't want to run out of time before the end of our week. But not only should we have an emphasis on togetherness, but let's look also at the fact that we should spend time with our family. Now, let me back up. If you're looking for more evidence, biblical evidence for the need of togetherness, look at Colossians chapter 4, verse 7 and on. But let's talk about time. How do you often spell love? Not L-O-V-E. It's T-I-M-E. One of the reasons that I had my two girls come on the radio with me today is so that I could spend time with them. 
Could we have done this radio broadcast without them? Sure. Now, it probably wouldn't have been as good because I'm not as interesting to listen to as Lucy and Emmy are. But that opportunity for Lucy to sit on my lap and Emmy to sit right beside me and for us to talk together and laugh. And you should have heard the uproar that we had while off the radio today. We had a great time. But can I tell you, friend, that time is a moment. Now they're four and two and a half. They may never remember what what with the time we had, but I know this. I will, and I'll remember that time very fondly. Can I ask you very carefully here, if you have not spent time with either your physical family or with the family of God recently, do so please. We're going to revisit this topic of time tomorrow. Have a great day for his glory. Join us tomorrow. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.